Hi, this is Michelle Weidenbenner, your Chief Hope Builder. If you are here, it's because you have a loved one with a substance use disorder and you're looking for support. Well, you're in the right place because I help you along your journey um, to, to introduce you to different people, different experts in the field, and to share hope with you because so often we get stuck and don't know how to live our lives without trying to fix our addicted loved ones. So I am the author of Moms Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. And recently I will be launching Unhackable Moms of Addicted Loved Ones, Closing the Gap Between Havoc and Hope. This is a 30-day program that can help you go from havoc to hope and learn how to take charge of your own life. Think of it as a leadership book for moms who are in the same situation that I've been in and out of for so many years. Um, Please find my books at Amazon or anywhere that they are sold. If you would like to join us in a private Facebook group, you can find us at Moms Letting Go in Facebook. And um, if you'd like to join us in the tribe for more sisterhood and support, just go to Teachable. That's momslettinggo.teachable.com and find us there. But regardless, you're in the right place right now and we want to encourage you on your hope journey. We want to be here for you. Um, I have a group of care team members who are all where you have been or are today. So we want the best for you. God bless. Thank you and welcome. Hi, it's Michelle, your Chief Hope Builder, and today I have Crystal Gilkey with me. She's a writer and speaker who encourages and inspires. Who doesn't want more of that in their lives? She is a published author, and her book is called A Wisp of Faith, and it looks like it's inspirational fiction, but when you find it on Amazon, it also looks like it's a mystery. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And she also has a Wisp of Faith course that you can take, and it's about overcoming church hurt. So welcome, Crystal. Thank you so much for being our guest today. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I I had posted on my Facebook page, you know, I'm looking for bloggers who want to interview authors And what I meant was I want podcasters, right? Because I love being on podcasts. But Crystal reached out to me and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I can do a blog too. So I was on her blog last week and she was kind enough to, um, you know, feature me in an article, not just me, but you two moms, you know, moms who are struggling and um, gave a little bit of information about my book, Unhackable Moms of Addicted Loved Ones. But Crystal, um, can you tell us a little bit about your book, A Wisp of Faith, and what inspired you to write that? Yeah, so um, A Wisp of Faith, it's a Christian fiction mystery romance, and the, um, sorry, the little 60-second blurb is, um, there's something strange going on with the weather in Shady Springs, Arkansas. 
and meteorologist Mercedes Lewis is determined to find out what. She's just lost her job. She's struggling with her faith in God. And she thinks this is a story that's going to get her life back on track. Now, meanwhile, the people in Shady Springs are blaming their pastor, Grant Ford, for the weather disturbance. And they're ready to vote him out of the church. So he's trying to keep his church family together. And Mercedes is running out of time trying to find the answers to, to, the, to the weather problem. And together they realize that their journey of faith begins with a wisp of faith. Mm. <laughs> cool. I love it. And um, the inspiration was, um, well, um, before I before I even had the idea for the book, I wrote a grant for my school. And that kind of reminded me, oh, I, I like to write because as a mom, you know, and if you have a career, you kind of forget about the things you enjoy. <laughs> and that I, I wrote the grant first and um, telling my mom that I like to write, I remembered how much I like to write. And she said, well, you should write a book. And so she kind of planted that seed. And uh, I was reading my Bible um, uh, about um, Moses and the children of Israel and how they were led through the wilderness by a cloud by night, a cloud by day and fire by night. And so I, I, I had been reading about reading their story. And then I thought, well, what if, what would that look like if God did that in a different time period, in a more current time period? And so that kind of storyline. And then when I met, um, when I uh, met, when I didn't actually meet Carrie Oberbrunner, but I started listening to a lot of his teachings and how you can incorporate your message and your story. Um, so the hardest thing I had to overcome, um, my parents are divorced, my dad was an alcoholic, um, but the hardest thing I had to overcome was uh, church hurt. And so I took that and, and my main character, Mercedes, has to overcome that um, in the story. Wow. Oh, that, I just love how you're, you go from one thing, from writing a grant, right? And then your mom drops that seed. Moms are so good at that because my mom did the same thing with me. But back up, I'm just curious, what was the grant for? Did you ever uh, get the money? I did. I did uh, receive the grant. It was for Easy Scopes. Uh, I'm a teacher, so um, I taught kindergarten. And so Easy Scopes, there were these little uh, digital microscopes the kids could use, like in a center. <laughs> oh my goodness wow okay so and and you got the money for that did you get how many how many did you were you able to purchase um we were able to purchase sets for our entire grade level so we had I think we had nine kindergarten classrooms at that oh. time wow wow I I guess I've never written a grant, but I can't imagine how excited you felt after, you know, getting it and being, you know, writing it and then actually getting, you know, cause you were 
integral and so many people want things, but they don't even know how to write grants. So moms, if you're listening, like you can, cause I'm always trying to empower moms, get well so that you can take your mess and make it a message, you know? And so, you know, just like with you, you had church hurt and you're putting it in your book. You wrote this grant, like moms, I, I have a, a mom in my group, my support group too, who writes grants and we're learning from her. So anyway, I just, and, and I love the question then that leads you to your story. The what if, well, what if I take this Bible story and I put it in present day? There you go. Yeah. Um, so many stories are biblically, bleh, I can't say that word biblically based. Yeah. And you don't even realize a lot of times. So, um, and so how long did it take you to write it? Well, I wrote, I wrote it during quarantine. I had the idea um, about, I guess, January 20, was it 2020 when that, all of that went down? Yes. And then, you know, I started researching and then, and I started writing and then uh, like, once quarantine hit, I had all the time. So, because you weren't teaching then, right? No, they we were for our. I I live in Arkansas, and so um, they had kind of like pre-designed lessons for us. We weren't we weren't really supposed to be te teaching. I know that sounds crazy, but we would just post the lessons and then just kind of check in on our kids and families to make sure yeah. that they were just, they were doing okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So good for you for, because you capitalized on that time. You were, you made good use of it. Um, and that's really hard for so many of us to do is stay committed to the journey of writing, you know, because you have to write, you have to, they're not going to write themselves. So Congratulations, well done. Do you have any um, plans to write another one? I actually, I'm on the second draft of the sequel. So I've, it took a while for me to figure out the best time for me to write because I am also a mom of three. I have a 13 year old daughter and then I have two sons, 10 and seven and so at first, I decided to just make my kids go to bed earlier, so <laughs> I had more time to write at night. Oh. Not a morning person at all, um, and it's my husband leaves earlier, so I've got to get the kids up and get you know get them started, getting ready um, on my own in the morning. But um, so originally, I was writing at night. But I found out once I got my, like the creative juices flowing, it's hard to just like shut them off no. and go. So now I, I, I listened to a podcast and this writer said, um, she said, God gave me the creativity when it was 4.30 in the morning. And I was like, well, okay, if God oh. can get creativity in the morning, then I can, then I can do this. So, um, so now during the school year, I would, I get up around five and I write for an hour 
hour and a half and then I get my kids up and oh that is such dedication so how much do you drink any coffee in that time in that hour uh, yeah. yes my husband is really sweet to me and he has my coffee ready to go oh for me. So. so so sweet so tell so I'm going to hop over to your church hurt so do you share like you have a course do you share your story about what happened that you were hurt by the church it's not real specific about um everything that went on because um I'm still friends with a lot of those people and um I don't think that part is as needful to know it's just how to navigate yeah. yeah overcome it yeah yeah so do you want to share any tips um that might help somebody who's I, I have a dear friend who struggles with well she did struggle with church hurt and she is trying to help people through their church hurt and I just sent her your name last week and I said do you know Crystal you guys need to meet so anyway but yeah okay, great um well the first step that I, I realized is just remembering that God is there with you because it's hard when you are, when you're going through something and you have all this pain and all this hurt, it's hard to see him and to remember that he's there yeah. with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, something that the Satan wants he wants all of us to feel alone and that, um, yeah, alone. And so the first step is just remembering God, remembering how great he is, remembering how good he is and, and his grace. And so I know like when I, when I was first going through this, dealing with all this hurt, I, I had times when I doubted that. God even loved me and he would send little reminders to me showing me that that he did did still love me but you know the devil just wants to to leave defeated you know so so when you said he sent little reminders so I always call those God winks right mm -hmm. but if if you're not if you're not in tune if you're not looking for them, you'll miss them. Right. So kudos to you. You must have been uh, aware enough to know, oh, you know, he is sending me a little message that he does love me. Do you recall like what one of those was? Yeah. Well, the first one um, was, you know, I've been having these doubts and, and feelings that he didn't and I went to church with my mom and her church gave out little booklets to everybody that day it was a little book Jesus loves you and it all these verses uh, remind you that Jesus loves you and I was like okay okay God wow can't, it can't get any more in your face than that can it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wow wow thank you for sharing that so if, um, I guess just coping strategy. So moms in our group, you know, so many of us, um, 
we, we see our kids in this cycle, right? And they're, they're just so sick. And sometimes we feel guilty or we take it personally and we just want to want them to get well and stay well. And sometimes we just don't even know, like, why is it taking so long? And God, are you really there? Like, how can you let this go on? Right. And, and I think, you know, you kind of talked about it a little, it's not that he's letting it go on. It's free will. And it's, it's the enemy, not. Right. So are there any words of wisdom that, um, you just, you know, you just think of off the top of your head right now that could help a mom who might be struggling with, you know, her lack of, of believing right now? Um, just to, just to keep going and keep believing and, and keep that faith. And um, you just, you just have to keep going. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's because if you don't, then. I always say the devil takes two for the price of one. Uh, he, yeah. he takes the addicted loved one and the mom, right? And we can't let that happen. Yeah, I, and I, I've never been somebody who is really Bible first. Like I've never really studied the Bible until addiction kind of hacked our life, our family, right? And. I wouldn't know how to cope. And so there were times when I'm such a computer person, like I would go to Google and I would type in Bible verses for fear or for hope or for whatever I needed or how do I cope? And um, it would just take me to that place that I could read. And then sometimes I would Google like stories about this Bible verse. Like I just wanted to put myself in it right and um but such a problem solver that i wanted to just hurry up and figure it out too and so um but it takes patience it does yeah <sighs> there's a verse you know isaiah 40 where it talks about they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up as wing mount up well, with wings as eagles they shall run in yeah. not be okay but the whole waiting there isn't just sitting back you know like you're waiting for your kid you know picking them up it's it actually means twist or bind like a rope and so god wants us to twist and bind ourselves to him and and get our strength from him and and he'll give it to us we just it's just wow. sometimes longer than we want <laughs> yeah oh isn't that the truth yeah oh I love that that was so good Isaiah 40 yeah and um it reminded me of the song on eagle's wings I don't know if that comes from that verse or not but um anyway I lift you up on eagle's wings something like that but so um okay so Moms could buy your book at Amazon or Barnes and Noble, or is it just Amazon? Amazon, Barnes and Noble, even Walmart. You can order it online through Walmart. So, oh, that's cool. That's great. I don't know if my books are at Walmart. I never checked. Huh? How do they get it at Walmart? How do you get them there? I think it's the same distribution. Um, oh, 
Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's great. And um, if they want to take your course um, on how to get through church hurt, uh, they can go to crystalgilkey.com. Um, Chris, it's actually crystaljgilkey.com. Okay. Well, and I'll put it in the show notes. So if um, somebody's looking, that's crystaljgilkey.com. But um, thank you so much for being our guest today and just bringing us a little bit of wisdom about, you know, just how to get through tough times. And um, I love that you're still friends with people from the church and that you kept you know, you kept that relate those relationships that were important to you and you found your way through it. I guess the only last thing on your website, you, you share a testimony. I didn't have time to read it. Um, do you want to share any part of that? I forgot to ask earlier. Oh, well, sure. Um, that's just, um, the test, my testimony of how I accepted Christ as my savior. Okay. And I grew up um, thinking that I had made the choice um, of accepting Christ, and um, I thought I had been saved, but I really, when I became a teenager, I couldn't remember ever praying, and so I talked to my mom, and she was like, I led you to the Lord, and, and but I thought that it was someone, uh, someone else, and so I decided just to, um, just uh, to pray and I asked Jesus as my savior and, and to trust him. I, I think I was like 14 years old. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. You remember that. It's um, interesting because so many 14 year olds don't have that on their mind. And do you know, like, what was it when you were 14 that was kind of leading we, you there? Yeah. We had just um, came back from church camp. And an adult um, had come forward saying that he had thought he had made that decision a long time ago, but he realized that he really hadn't. And so he wanted to make sure that he got that right. And so I, that made me think, oh. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And then he kind of planted that seed in your head about it. And then you wanted to do it. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for spending time with us today. And um, moms, I'll leave Crystal's information in the show notes. If you'd like to reach out to Crystal, I'm sure that she would be happy and inspired to, uh, or honored to inspire you more. So God bless.